Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Because deals aren't done. So my question is, when did it turn from, we got pretty much every done before Christmas, everything done before Christmas, to we're going to go all the way up to February. Is there a reason for this? Well, I think, I think yeah, I think the money involved now. And, um, um, you know, there's a lot of information which can sometimes paralyze us to make a decision. Um, the, it seems like the, uh, the high-profile free agents are signing later. That holds up the process. I think organizations are less willing to trade prospects than they used to because, you know, prospects are, I mean, certainly, you know, young players are, you know, so valuable in today's game, especially the economics of it. And, um, and so I just think we're a little more, um, I wouldn't say fearful of making decisions, but just think we're, we're a little more methodical about things, uh, which I'm not saying is bad. And we're a little more thoughtful about things, which again, I'm not saying, is is a negative, but I just think we we take a little longer to process information. There's more people involved. I remember the first minute winter meetings I went to. It was uh, it was Paul Snyder, Derek Ladnier, myself, John Sherholtz, and Dean Taylor, and you know our scouts. That was it. You know our our, our guys that did major league work. You know Bill LaJoy, Donnie Williams. Um, you know guys like that that were that were there. And uh, now, you know, I look at the list of the number, you know, the, the number of people the Rangers are bringing and the number of people we brought with the Royals. I mean, it's 30, 35 people that are coming to the winter meetings. And that's how things have changed. And so when you have more people involved, it's, you know, it's, it's more information to, to sift through. And, um, you know, sometimes, look, blind spots can be good and blind spots can be bad. And sometimes, you know, we, we try to uncover every blind spot before we make a decision. And so sometimes when you, when you don't know what you don't know, you're freed up to do things, right? And you, you, you're not, you know, I can tell you right now, if I knew 
and this is kind of a, you know, who knows? I mean, but I look back, if I knew how hard it was going to be when we came to Kansas City and rebuilding the farm system and being in a small market and and all the, the criticism that you take along the way, if I could have felt all that and experienced all that before, I would have, I would have said, no, I, I'm not taking this job. I'm going to stay right here in Atlanta and, you know, continue overseas scout and player development and work with a Hall of Fame general manager. But I had blind spots. I didn't know how tough it was going to be. And so I did it. And so I'm thankful that we did. And so I think, think that that probably plays into it a little bit. And we want to uncover every blind spot before we make a decision. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I just think that we, you know, sometimes, and when you look at some of the young GMs in the past, I mean, they tend to be a little more aggressive. And a lot of times it worked out for them. And sometimes it didn't. But, you know, I remember John Daniels getting criticized for signing, you know, uh, Adrian Beltre. And it worked out pretty good. And I remember Rizzo getting, you know, when he was a young GM, and it worked out really good. And he's, you know, and I think the Hall of Famer. And, you know, I remember when Mike Rizzo took over in in, in Washington, I think, uh, I forget who he signed right out of the gate that spring, I'm drawing a blank. Um, anyway, he made a big splash and it ticked everybody off. And I forget who he signed, doggone it. Um, I'll look it up. But, sure. but, but you get the point. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, and so when you're young and, you know, you feel, you know, we signed Gil Mesh right out of the game. I remember that. You know, and, and we traded for Joaquin Soria and he was in, he was in low A. He pitched 11 innings in, in low A and we took him in the rule five draft. And I remember thinking, our guys were saying, yeah, I think he can pitch for us in the major leagues this year. And I'm going, okay. I didn't even question it. Our scouts said, Louis Medina said, he can pitch in the major leagues for us. Today, we would have freaking said, well, we don't have enough information. <laughs> you know, what's the data say and what have you? I mean, but Louis was down there in Mexico and saw him pitch in right place, right time, working as a scout and said, take him. And so we took him. And, you know, we end up – and we traded for Brian Bannister that year too and um, um, in that first winter meetings. But, you know, as a young person, you just – you got a little more blind spots. And so you think you're invincible a little bit and you hadn't made enough mistakes yet. But I remember something Pat Gillick told me one time and Mike Arbuck will confirm this because he used to say it all the time as well. But Mike Arbuck or Pat Gillick used to say, if you're not making mistakes, you're probably not aggressive enough. Mm-hmm. And I've never, ever, never, ever forgot that. That's pretty good. And and we had a JP, JP Richard, he was talking about, the thing that you, when you talk to Billy Bean, he, he would say, focus on who you're getting more than that's right. on who you're giving up, right? I agree with that. I, I think, agree with that. 100%. I think that's lost. I mean, from, from my perspective, I think sometimes that's lost. That's so. right. I think, I think that's, I think that is so, so wise and, um, you know, so important. Focus on what this particular player or players mean and what they do to blend in with your current roster to help your team win. And, and like I said, you, you, you know, baseball's too unpredictable. And, um, you know, focus on what you're getting, not what you're giving up. Bill, I have to ask, any, any – you have a lot of winter meetings memories, but there's always good stories. <laughs> I mean, it's always – it usually involves the agents, like, coming in throwing stuff around a room or I don't know. I mean, or was any good – any good – maybe just one. Any good winter meeting stories? Well, you know, I don't know. There's so many of them, truthfully. Um you know, I, I just uh, – I don't know if you know Mike Toomey at all. But, you know, Mike Toomey's a – he's a Hall of Fame scout and, and um, he's done so much to help people in the game. And, you know, he's he's actually, you know, running a, a foundation right now where he does clinics and helps 
kids in Colombia, the country of Colombia, South America, to, um, you know, with, with, with baseball and so forth. But, you know, he would always come in and entertain and, and, uh, he's a great storyteller and, and, uh, you know, just listening to him talk about, you know, guys like, you know, Joe Consoli that he grew up with and Joe Branzell and scouts and being in the backwoods of, you know, all these different areas back when area scouts, you know, you know, there was unlimited rounds and, um, you know, guys didn't really travel in packs and there wasn't, you know, showcases and tournaments and travel ball. And you really had to, to find guys. And, you know, Mike would always have a story or two about an experience he had and, you know, in the backwoods of West Virginia or Pennsylvania or, or, you know, Virginia or, or the Carolinas. And, and so there's, you know, so many, so many of them, of course, we were probably a little more less concerned about health back then and, and what we ate and what we drank. And, you know, there was always, you know, guys that would, you know, kind of lived a little harder than I think some guys <laughs> do today. So the, the, the tales of the sweet, I like, I like yeah. it. So, yeah. well, listen, again, you got to be fired up for baseball and what you always do. I appreciate that every single time Dayton. Um, Hi, Rob. I appreciate you as well. And thanks for thanks for having me. Yeah. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.